Oh man, I, it you is know, season two. I've been getting refills of water, waiting for you to arrive at this restaurant <laughs> since last season. Just saying. Just sitting here for the last couple of weeks. Just saying. Waiting, drinking water, know. holding this table. Yeah, but here I am, and here well, you are. Here we are. Welcome back. It's been quite a summer. Yes, it has been quite a summer. How have you been? What you been up to? I've been good. I mean, just ripping and running like you do in the summer and trying not to be depressed because this country's just lost its mind. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's been kind of a depressing summer. But, you know, we, we live to see another day and to fight another battle. So here we are. Here we Talking are. About it at the Here table. we are. Well, we got to yeah. talk about it at the table because the conversation begins at the dinner at the table. table. At the dinner table. Yeah. And here we are. So, so let's, let's talk about it. something on your key ring um it looks like some sort of a identification tag for hey, something hey, what, what, what? <laughs> what, what is what is that what, 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 identification tag what did you do what have you done <laughs> yanni okay. i can't lie okay i'm Don't gonna need you. you to hear me out here but Jason has got a dog. Oh, God. No, you didn't. And he looks just like Snoopy. Oh, God. Uh, because I love Peanuts. You remember Peanuts? The oh, show? gosh. Yes, of course. So I watched Peanuts, and I said, you know what? That's what I need in my life. I need Snoopy. And so you went and found Snoopy. I found Snoopy. Yeah, we talked about this. And, and I yes. told you that this was not allowed. <laughs> you did tell me this was not allowed. It's too much work. It's a lot of work. And I went and I checked it out, you know, and I thought yeah. about it. I thought about it. I listened to you for a while. For a while. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know what? Let me let me really think about this. I stayed solo for a bit. I, I, I stayed by myself. I, I didn't let people around me, including my girlfriend and everything. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I, I think I want a dog. So I don't miss my... Committed, committed to picking up poop. From now until death do us part. I don't want a kid. <laughs> I don't want to pick up human feces. <laughs> but at least that's only for like two years. That's okay. But a dog can be my companion. And I'm cool with that. That's okay. my homie. That's my ace. That's my All Snoopy. Right. Snoops. Snoopy. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we started our first conversation was yes. about dogs. Well, okay. See, now I've been getting a lot of flack from people. Right. And they've right, been saying, okay. Jason, this is what do you mean you have a dog? You hate dogs. You hate dogs. And I always tell people, I never once said I hate dogs. I actually said I love animals. I went back and listened to the show. Yes, okay, okay. I love animals. Yeah. I hate dog people. <laughs> and I stand by that. I hate dog people. Okay. I hate people who are like, oh, a dog is like, it's just like having a kid. No, it's not. It's, it's a dog. Yeah. It, it shits on the ground. Right. Kids don't walk around pooping on the ground, squatting well, and pooping. It, if you left them, they would. But yes, but you I put digress. a diaper on the kid and they learn yes. how to use the bathroom. Then they become a yes. disgusting human being with a stank butt. Right. But dogs can uh-huh. walk, squat, 
hoop and say, pick it up and keep walking. <laughs> it's a different beast. And you do. And you do. And you're committed. Because to that. I'm very against people leaving dog poop on the ground everywhere. Well, thank you. I appreciate that because that is disgusting. But this dog will be the closest thing you'll get to a nephew from me. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know. That's what it is. I, I'm good in the dog, but it's not. But I still don't like dog people. It's a big oh, difference. So, so you're not going to be a dog person. I'm not going to be a person who you walk down the street and go, "Oh, hey, can I pet your dog? I have a dog too." I'm going to be like, "Man, I don't care about your dog. Get out of my face. I'm taking my dog for a walk. My dog is better than yours. That's, this is not a separate but equal thing. My dog is on a higher plane. He's better than yours." That's, that's what you're going to say until Snoopy comes home. Then it's going to be like every new parent who's going to be like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, you can see my baby. You can see my baby. <laughs> no, see, and I never... Every, every, every person says that same thing about their kid before the kid actually comes home. I'm not going to be posting pictures of my kids <laughs> everywhere and forwarding pictures of my kids and showing up and pulling out my phone. And then as soon as the baby comes home... Well, first of all, I'm an MC, so you ain't gonna see me all up online talking. Oh, poochie poochie, this is my dog. Nah, I'm gonna lose all my street cred. I'm not doing that. That's not happening. No, you don't have to worry about that because I have too much pride. Okay. But uh-huh. I will bring the dog around, and you know, I, by ourselves, I might be like, oh, poochie 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 poochie. poochie. <laughs> <laughs> but to the internet world and the outside world, I'm gonna be like, nah, man, me and him chilling. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Give him a little cup of snack. I do got to pick him up some dog treats and some dog food today, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, you guys look out for Jason. He's going to have a secret page somewhere where it's like <laughs> him and all his pictures of his dog. That Me and Snoops. Gonna, yeah, exactly. You're yeah. You're going to be in every little dog lovers and dog owners group and, yeah, sharing pictures. Oh, and oh my dog is going to be everybody's favorite. And I guarantee you that once you come up. Uh-huh. And you come to the Thanksgiving and you see the dog. Cause I can't bring the dog to the restaurants. Y'all got to understand that. I don't believe uh-huh. in bringing dogs to restaurants. Dogs okay. don't belong okay. to restaurants. I hate that. Mm-hmm. You know, People sitting there with their dog. Oh, I'm just feeding them. No, no, man. You, you eat your food. The dog eats his food. Get out of here with that. But, <laughs> but on Thanksgiving, when you come up and see him, you're going to be like, I like this dog. Okay. I mean, I, I don't dislike other people's dogs. Yanni's such a Scrooge. She's so mean. She's she's just. (laughs) They're just, I mean, I feel like it's almost more restrictive than kids. So that's why I'm like, it's a little bit too much work for me to have a dog. It's more restrictive than kids? You are with kids all day. You You have to read them to sleep. I, well, yeah, I know, but at least, like, they kind of grow out of that, and as they get older, like, you can share some of that responsibility with people, and I just feel like with a dog is... Let's I talk mean, about I, age. Okay. In your 20s, I don't think you should have a dog. You want to go out, you want to sleep with a girl, you want to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you want to hang out at your homie's house, you get too drunk, you don't come home that night, that's cool. By the time you're 40, you're not doing that, especially if you're single. Okay. I mean, no, especially if you're married, but even if you're single, you're not yeah. doing that anymore. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I go see my boys, what, once or twice a month? Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I don't spend the night. And when I do hang out, it's for like three or four hours. And then I'm like, I want to go home. What you going to do when you go home? I want to watch TV. And I that's when I realize I'm a little depressed. <laughs> I have nothing. I don't have anybody to come home to. I don't have anything. That sounds awful. What do you mean? You have a huge family. You have friends. I mean, of course, life changes as you get older and stuff. It's not like you're not out in these streets like you used to be. But 
Come on. You act like you have no one. You're surrounded by people. Lonely. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> yes, I, I, I was lonely. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I just say it? Nobody, nobody like looks at the obvious thing. Why would Jason get a dog? That boy's crazy. He's crazy. Maybe the Negro is lonely. Okay. It's a hard I, world for a black man in a white world, man. It, it is. People don't see my pain. People don't see my struggle. <laughs> I, and that I get. So when we talked about that, then I kind of, I kind of backpedaled a bit. A little I understand bit. the value in that because I remember even as Grandma got older and yes. Um, as Aunt Sally got older, you know, they were, you know, had that, I think, same experience. They weren't as active as they were. They weren't, yep. you know, able to get out and about. And um, I remember Aunt Sally got a cat, and she was never a cat person. Yeah. But she got a cat, and she loved, loved, loved that cat. And, um, yeah, so I, I do understand that animals provide companionship, and sometimes we get to a point where we need that. And there are so, so many hurdles. Reasons. And there's so yeah. many hurdles for a black man. I had an Asian guy, pet. My boy Pat came up to me and said, what kind of dog did you get? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I got an Aussie doodle, man. He said, let me see that thing. He looked at the picture and said, this nigga got a frou-frou dog. You <laughs> lost your black card. I won't even think about that. I said, damn, man, can I just get a dog that I like? You know, I can't even do that. I know it's crazy. They only if you're a, a tall black man, the expectation is you're going to have like a Rottweiler or yeah, like or a, a German a Shepherd or something. Or German Shepherd. Yeah. It's like, can I get a poodle? Can yeah, I get a poodle? Am I am I good? Am I good? Is this okay with you? Right. <laughs> no, I got a fruit food dog now. He walking around ice grilling me all day. Just <laughs> fruit food dog, having ass nigga. <laughs> anyway. On that note, let me get something to eat. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back, sis. It's Welcome been too back. long. It's good to be at the table. Yes. I got a dog, but, you know, I was thinking it's more than just a dog. Okay. Because it's something, mental health in the black community mm-hmm. is almost looked at as if you're crazy. It's looked at as a weakness and mm-hmm. two things. It's looked at as a weakness and it's looked at as something that you can just pray away or will away. Especially pray away because black people love to pray, pray away. Pray oh. away, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry. I didn't, talk about that I didn't mean to moan. Dinner. I know. But <laughs> 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 I think people are getting a little bit more hip to it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. People, black people are just now coming to a point where they are addressing mental health properly. Yeah. And um, that was one of the things I talked about. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy. See, I already feel the need to express to everybody that I'm not crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy, but I went and talked to a, a person mm-hmm. because I was like, you know, you've told me many times, like, yeah, maybe your therapist will be good for you, man, because you're a little crazy. And I said, <laughs> I said it's good to talk through <laughs> some things with somebody who is trained 
to help you right. work through your challenges. True. That's what I said. And so, and so I thought, well, maybe this will be a good thing, you mm-hmm. know. So I went and talked to a person, and that's where it came from. It was like, you know, it might be, yeah, she said a, a support dog would be, I think it would be awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was twofold while I went. But mm-hmm. the whole point is that I think that that conversation does need to be open more in the black community because a lot of people are dealing with stuff. A lot of brothers out there, you know what I'm saying, with hardcore personalities or whatever, it's like, well, have you ever talked to anybody? Why do you feel the need to pick up that nine and tuck it in your back pocket? Uh-huh. Do you feel better when you have it with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that? What are you trying to defend yourself from? Right. Who hurt you when you were younger? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My brother probably start crying. Like, Look, man, I won't talk about it. <laughs> or who are you scared of now? Because I think that as black men, you got some legitimate fears out there. So um... You do have legitimate yeah. fears. Because, and it's interesting because when... When the white boys shoot up the place, they say, well, you know, we need to talk about mental health. No, we need to talk about crazy. Mm-hmm. That's an element of crazy. Right. They're just shooting people. I'm talking about mental health, like when you're really, like, struggling with something or, you know, you're, you you felt, you know, oppressed or something, whatever. Like, you should be able to talk to somebody yeah. or you deal with it. I mean, for me, I know even in my own work environment, I've dealt with it every day, like, being isolated. Right. Because I don't think like everybody else or because I'm not like everybody else. Or because you, know you don't I mean? look like what people expect yeah. you to look like, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with it in my own personal life and I and I realize like it's almost like you're not even expected to talk about it because even your own people are like, yeah, I mean, that's just what we do. We deal with that. It's all good. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, it's not all good. Yeah. It's, it's an issue and it can cause serious, serious effects on right. to me. No, it, it definitely can. I mean, I would love to hear from any other black men, especially because um, I'm raising a young black man, too, right. who, you know, is going to grow up to look just like his uncle. You know, he's already like on that path. He's going to be tall. He's going to be brown, you know, and handsome, and handsome. good looking <laughs> player, but player. I know at some point, <laughs> you know, my son now, you know, he's still a child. He's seven years old. Like. You know, he's still got that cutesy kid face. His teeth are a little bit too big for his face. His hair is big right. and curly and kind of matted to one side of his head because he doesn't always want to comb <laughs> in it. I mean, but it's all cute and endearing. But I know at some point, probably around the time he turns 14, he's going to turn the corner and he's going to be like six feet tall. And he's going to now right. start fitting the description and looking a little bit more menacing. And so I, I am like really passionate about how people that look like you and look like my son and, you know, most of my cousins and the rest of our family, you know, how you deal with a world who looks at you like you're, like, frightening or that you're someone that we have to protect ourselves against. Even you who, you know, I know you won't be hard and see it, whatever, but are, like, this <laughs> mild-mannered, like, I am. you know, elementary school teacher as well. And yeah, I'm very so, mellow. But no one, like, greets you that way when they first meet you. It's like they always have, like, a, a, a negative stereotype about you. You always have to prove yourself. You have to prove totally. you're good enough to be, like, in the company of, you know, these other school teachers or to be in the company mm-hmm. of people's daughters or to be in the company of whoever, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. just like, what does that do to a person? And, and when you you can't turn to anybody and talk to them about that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's you're kind of... 
it's a very isolated place to be. And you got to think, you deal with that when you walk down the street and cops are eyeing you and watching right. you. I've had so many times cops. I called you one time right. when cops were driving slow behind me because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Just stay on the phone, you know. That happens all the time. Um, it happens at school. I've noticed even with teaching kids and I heard, you know, kids, their hormones start going. I heard a couple of kids talking about the girls they liked. And one of the white kids liked the black girl. Mm. And the other kid said, ill. Mm. Mm. That was his first reaction. And he didn't know I heard. I said, well, what's so ill about that? And he was like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, her hair, I don't know. And it was just. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I know those. I had a black girl who said, uh, one kid, they called her Darky. And she said, it's okay. I mean, I know I'm ugly. Wow. That was her response to it. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, and if that that goes on for so long, for so many people, and unheard. And so I saw another way. I'm always observing my block. I'm the type who sits by my balcony, and I just look at people walking up the street. Uh-huh. And I saw this white couple walking up the street with a, a, a baby black girl that they obviously adopted. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a, dark, a dark-skinned girl. And I was like, they're never going to understand the pains that she goes through. Right living in their world what they're doing is commendable right you know what i'm saying i'm sure it was a girl who needed a family and they took her in i ain't mad at them for that but there is there is an unspoken truth that lies within the black community that is not talked about mm-hmm. whatsoever it's expected that you can deal with right. it you know what i mean i think that even with black women also that they're looked at as almost as tougher mm-hmm. so when things happen it's like they can deal with right. it you know and I think those are the type of things that cause a lot of mental health issues within black men and black women. And I'm not saying other people don't have them. I'm saying that ours is almost disregarded. Yeah, it's disregarded. It starts from like day one. You walk into a world that's like already rejected you. That you're like yeah. fighting for. You're fighting for a place. You're fighting for validation. You're fighting to prove that you're good enough. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, there's an expectation that you're just going to be tough and deal with it. But it's it's difficult. It's difficult. It, I mean, I think about it every day, even when I go to work. And I work, you know, in probably one of the most ideal work environments. I have, like, a job that I love and I work with good people and stuff. But there's always a part of me that knows, like, as a black person, I represent all the black people in the office, you know. So if I mess right. up, it's a reflection on everybody. At the same time, if another black person in the office messes up, it's a reflection on the rest of us. So I'm just like, none of y'all can mess up either because it reflects bad. And we all kind of, we all know that, you know. But I'm sure yeah. that white people just go into the office thinking I have to do a good job, you know, for my own reputation. They're not thinking about right. being accountable for all the other white people in the office. Of course, it's the same thing as when... Uh, if a black person shoots up the place, oh, you're like, God. "Oh, I hope that w- I hope that wasn't a no, brother." No, like when uh, just yeah, when you hear about a crime, all the black people <laughs> yeah. are holding their breath, like, "Please, yeah. don't let it be a black person. Please, don't let it be a black person." Yeah, exactly. And it could, because because when it is a black person, oh, that monster, right? That that oh, that heathen. When it's one of them, oh, mental oh, health. Don't yeah, mental health. But don't let me forget that thug. Oh, the but when yes. when it's <laughs> That's their new nigga. We, right, we, exactly. we talked about that last year, but, you know, it's good. <laughs> but when it's one of them, it's like, uh, you know, uh, this young man was, you know, disturbed. Oh, he was yeah. disturbed. Let's look at his back. Why did he feel Why did he feel this way? Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. So. The complexion protection. The complexion protection. You and know, we don't have But, it. you know, <laughs> we don't. We don't. But you know what I do have? I have a dog. <laughs> and my dog does not care. My dog doesn't care. 
Yeah, my dog is white with black ears and a black eye. <laughs> okay. Looks like Snoopy. He looks like Snoopy, uh-huh. but uh, he's he's my dog and he doesn't care what color I am. He's just like, that's Jay. He's going to take care of me. Let's go for a walk. They are loyal and there is something to be said about loyalty. It, it, it makes my day a little bit easier. Well, on that note, I'll um, just back away from my... <laughs> Opposition yeah. <laughs> to you getting this song, especially because the deed's already done. So <laughs> the deed is done, and I gotta go pick up some poop. Oh, so I need you to order oh me a mango God. lassie while I get some poop off the ground. You gotta take a stool sample at the vet on Monday. Oh so God! Please wash your hands. Ziploc bag. Please wash you your do hands. Do one of the fingertips. Oh, a little bit got under my. Oh, God. A little bit got under my fingernail. Oh God! No. Oh man. Oh, put your One's about the chaos, the knockouts out there, who I call my Hold buddy. Wait a just wait. We're going to talk about buddy on this plate. But before we let the Are hands clean, make sure they, wash hands. they're getting there. Can I get some wet naps? Some wet naps oh. over here? Oh my God. You, you did not come back to the table with unsanitized hands, did you? Okay, well, let me learn something about dogs. If I pick the poop up with the bag, <laughs> do I need to wash my hands? Yes, you need to wash Technically, your hands. Technically, there, bi- there was a bridge between the poop and my fingers. Uh, now, I was a little bit gooey, and uh, I could feel the uh, softness. Uh, and I'm getting okay, some... You, you're a dog person now because you're coming back to the dinner table talking about bo- dog poop consistency. No. So I can you... talk... <laughs> now you're a dog person. I can talk about human poop consistency. You oh, know? God. Ugh. Drink your mango lassie. And here, wait, here, 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 take this hand sanitizer first. Okay, I, okay. I don't know what you just did. Take this hand sanitizer. And, and then, <laughs> since I'm getting chocolate cake too, you want to be careful <laughs> cross contaminating. Oh, I don't want to eat my dog's ass. That's some fruit. Wait, that's some uh, freaky uh, stuff. Uh, what? <laughs> there, would be no, there would be no sharing today at dessert. <laughs> Keep your hands in your fork. So, what, what have we learned today? Is Jason a dog person now? Jason is transitioning into a dog person despite his best efforts. Everyone does. It's just like people just transition into typical parents. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I told my bartender the other day? What's that? He said, you know, you're around all these dog people, so it was bound to happen. I said, you know what? Association brings upon assimilation. assimilation. There you go. Well, my dude spoke <laughs> into existence, and now I have a dog. There you go. All right, well. Like I said, I understand your rationale for it. I understand the companionship, the loyalty, and helping you sort through some things as a black man living in a crazy world right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I might get me an animal too. There you go. I'm telling you, Yanni, it's contagious. You're going to see this dog and you're going to be like, oh, he's so. Oh, cool. I want a guinea pig. Yeah, that's where we're Oh, poop-tastic. Yeah. A guinea pig is where we stop. So they're cute, they're small, they're easily contained. And um, yeah, but it'll be when the kids get older and they can sign their pet agreements that they're willing to take care of them. Yeah. Mm. Well, see, you got kids. If you didn't have kids, we'd be walking down the street with our dogs talking about... Our sibling dogs? Yeah, our sibling dogs. (laughs) Somehow everybody else sucks. That's what we'd be doing. Except our dogs. 
Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. And we are back.